Hey there, I'm David Novak. I ran Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut. And like you, I'm always learning so I can be the best leader I can be. That's why I started How Leaders Lead, the first leader-to-leader podcast with CEOs from Adobe, Pepsi, and Home Depot, and greats like Tom Brady, Jim Nance, and Jack Nicklaus. You'll learn how to win, how to bounce back, and how to lead. Listen to this insight from Stanley Druckenmiller, the greatest investor of all time. If you love what you do, first of all, your work ethic is going to be fantastic. You're just going to be better at something if you enjoy it than if you don't enjoy it. And this from Brian Cornell, the CEO of Target. I think you've got to balance short-term with long-term. And you've got to have a conviction that the things you're doing, your investments, your strategy, over time, you're making the right investments and right decisions for your brand and your business. So listen to How Leaders Lead wherever you listen to podcasts. It's the best podcast on leadership you'll ever listen to. One. Welcome back to episode 66. Six, six. Six, six of the Have We Made It Yet podcast. The podcast that is also sponsored by Lalabo is hopefully one day I can say that because I need your stuff, I love your stuff, and I can't get enough of it. Again, this is the podcast where two creatives and their guest today, which I'm so excited to introduce later, talk about the process of making it. As always, my name's Lucas Singh, the actor portion of this podcast, and I'm joined by my co-host. Josh Yang, the comedy portion, comedian portion of this podcast. Awesome. My yin and yang, which That's also right. works perfectly because of your last name there. Um, you know, it, it's literally been three weeks. I know low-key, we didn't release an episode last week. Sorry to our listeners and all that, but um, life gone the way, life gone the way. Uh, Josh, I know you have a lot of updates, so I'm just going to get right to it, okay? Okay, okay. Mr. Josh Young, have you made it yet? Nice, I like the young part. Um, I have not made it yet, but I finally have something I could share that's like exciting for the last like six months that nothing has been happening. Oh, also, if you can't tell, in the new frame and like the flashy building in the background, but I'm in Mexico city right now. So that's also one of the, one of the reasons why last week's uh, episode, we were kind of like, you know, seeing if we could reschedule because uh, you know, when life got in the way opportunities come in. So it's like, you know what, sometimes you got to take those opportunities. Uh, so yeah, I'm in Mexico city right now, uh, just working remotely where I can and um, yeah, enjoy it. But that's not the, that's not the actual reason. That's not the news. Uh, the news was this last, these last three weeks have been an emotional roller coaster because uh, about two and a half weeks ago, I was in line to watch Dune with a friend of mine, opened up my email to bring out the vaccine receipt and, and get it checked. And then in my email, I saw uh, an email from the head of casting at a streaming service for an animated like project and they wanted to get in touch with me and see if I would read for a part in uh, this like unannounced uh, animation project. And at first I had no, I like, I couldn't believe it. I thought it might've been like 
you know, a mistake or something. But uh, I asked Lucas, got to ask Lucas uh, to see if it felt legit. It seemed legit. And then looked around, did some more research and turns out it was legit. So I got in contact with the, the head of casting there. And yeah, no, last two weeks has been, you know, going through uh, one tape, taping of, uh, you know, reading through some sides, uh, using my voice for for the project which is you know it's this is like the first time i've ever like touched anything remotely like actually hollywood ish so my mind was racing the whole time i was like nervous anxious about the the whole process like wasn't sure you know it's like should i make this a choice or that choice but you know what Mm -hmm. it was a learning process it was a great opportunity and um yeah no went through one self-tape went through a a second self-tape and now it's just, you know, it's out there. Whatever happens, happens. And then we'll yeah. see, we'll see what happens. But yeah, man, that's a bit of, that's one story I can share for now. I feel like I'm making it a little bit, a little bit more. So uh, yeah, that's, you never know. You never know because so like uh, they did tell me how they found me and it was going through. And this is like, I think is important for the process mm-hmm. is that they were going through uh, YouTube looking for stand-up comedy. They came across uh, the Fresh Rice comedy set that I did two years or January of uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he, uh, they liked the uh, the material, thought it was funny. And that's why they decided to reach out to me. And that just goes to show you, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep working uh, on your passion. And then just keep putting it out there. Who knows yep. who's going to come across it you know randomly uh and they might give you an opportunity you uh, previously wasn't even thinking about so yeah man that was hell yeah that was something no doubt man and the fact that you got like rounds or like more than one self-tape request speaks volumes about like your initial product and what you're willing to put out there so honestly fingers crossed for you and hell dude this is a win anyways the fact oh. that you got an audition call like, yeah, absolutely. You, absolutely a win. But I also like learned from this podcast from, you know, talking to all of our guests, uh, keep your expectations in check. Cause like, you may think it's like, Oh, this is, this is, this is it. This is the, this is the break. But it's like, sometimes you gotta, you do have to keep your expectations in check, realize, you know, the industry is, uh, is unforgiving sometimes and, uh, or most of the time. And, uh, yeah, you know, just take the wins as they come and let it, just let it go. Whatever happens, happens. Exactly, man. Dude, we'll celebrate that win soon when you come back, okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but, of course, I got to ask you, Lucas. Yeah. Have you made it yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I haven't made it yet. But it does... Um, at the same time, though, it's... Uh, I was wondering where all my audition calls were happening when I wasn't this busy. Uh, because w- once it rains, it does pour. And um, it, last week I had five self tapes to do. Uh, this nice. week I just got my first audition call for for a tape to be done by Thursday. And it's um, I've been doing callbacks for round twos of those same self tapes. So it's I'm working a full time job right now and doing those self tapes. So it's it's piling up now, which I am grateful for. Don't get me wrong, but I'm wondering where were those when I wasn't working such a demanding job. But you can't choose timing. Can't choose timing. But can't choose it. 
can't choose. That's great. Hey, that's great to hear. Great to hear. Thanks, buddy. Um, We do have a third panel today, Josh. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. My God. And I can't get over that shining building behind you. That's crazy. It's nice. I mean, like, it's clearly not Vancouver. So (laughs) I'm not lying about uh, being in Mexico City right now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Um, So for our next guest here, Josh, are you ready? I'm ready. Hit me. Awesome. So our next guest here is a friend of the show, and this will be her second time on it. I think I said this in my first intro of her, but she is a mentor and truly a great actress. Her drive is second to none. And more than that, and more than her talent, her tenacity, grit, willingness to work is what separates her from the pack. Now, I'm so excited to introduce my good friend and next guest. Since coming on the first time, she's been in such films such as Die in a Gunfight with Alexandria Daddario and in Parabola as part of Crazy Eight's Film Fest in Vancouver. And I think it might be greenlit. I, I don't know yet for, for the next season, but she was on Amazon Prime's upload as Yang. Most recently, you and the millions of fans have seen our next guest as Jessica, who is Jughead's on-again, off-again girlfriend in the CW Netflix smash hit, Riverdale. You know, there's a lot of shit in this world, but honestly, she's a light. Please welcome the talented actress, Phoebe Mew. Hi. (laughs) Hi, Phoebe. What a nice intro. That was way too nice. (laughs) Nothing but the best for our two-timers list there. Thank you. Hi. Hi again. Nice. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know the the first question is going to pop up. You know you know how it is, right? I know the question. All right, but I still have to ask it for maybe our first time listeners that might have just saw you on on Riverdale and be like, "Oh, I want to listen to the show." So, mm-hmm. Phoebe, have you made it yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still have not, you guys. But thank you for tuning in. Um, we're still a work in progress, so. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of this crazy, never-ending journey of not having made it. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I, I did also want to ask, though, you know, like, it's been a year since we last chatted about, you know, you coming on the show and everything like that. And you've hit a lot of major milestones, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, in- yeah. Last time I said the what, like, the milestone that I brought up was me making it from the from the couch to my bedroom floor mm-hmm. and uh i'm no longer on the floor hey i'm sitting on a couch i did the entire podcast last time sitting on the floor which you conveniently brought up and so we're slowly moving up in life you guys yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> i mean what what better way to to show it visually than to uh to have it elevate next time we'll just have you i don't know skydiving or something or like on a plane in the middle of a you know on a let's take it step by step next time i'll be like i'll be, I'll be on a ladder you know on a desk yeah and then climbing and then a the proverbial ladder oh, and then yes. after that maybe you know like the high dive oh, yeah. i was doing some research you, you used to competitively swim right <laughs> yeah 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 so like damn because like 
swimming has to be one of the hardest sports ever. And like the fact that you competitively swam, like, ugh, I don't know, know if I can ever do that. It's a lot of, uh, I think actually like it's quite similar to what we do in a sense, because it's, it's like such a competitive sport, but like, you're not only competing with other people, you're like, for the most part, you're competing with yourself. Mm. Like, even if you weren't, um, I like stopped competing for a while. And all I was doing was competing with my own times. And I was just mm. trying to beat my own times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it is a tough sport. Every sport has its challenges. I think like I got into basketball a lot as well. Yeah. And that was a whole different thing. And it really like taught, teaches you how to work with people. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Um, as a tangent to, to the initial question of have you made it yet? Mm. In your one year of reflecting since our last recording there, last episode, uh, what else are you still striving for and what new milestones do you have now? Um, what am I still striving for? Work. More work. <laughs> like, I don't think you ever stop striving for more work. <laughs> you just want to keep going. Every time you, like, come off of a set, you just want to get back on when, like, mm. you know, the next day, maybe the next week, you know, take the week off. And then, and then you, you just want something to look forward to. It's always like that, that dreaded car ride from set where, you know, the transport driver is like, so uh, what you got next? <laughs> like, what do you have coming up? And I'm like, I don't ask me that. Usually nothing. <laughs> have you, have you found though that like, ever since you got on Riverdale because of like how many people watch it and like how often it gets, gets promoted is like a CW big CW show. Did you, have you mm-hmm. noticed that there, there's been like maybe a shift in how the industry has uh, approached you or in terms of like how you approach, you know, uh, industry projects or new opportunities? Um, <clears throat> well, that's a big question. I think like, I think, no, in the sense that, like, I don't think that getting work has become any easier. Like, I'm still busting my ass trying to book my next job and, like, still trying to audition for probably the exact same things as half the other actors watching this this uh, or listening to this podcast are auditioning for. Um, uh but like, I'm definitely grateful for the experience. I think having experience helps. Like I'm sure casting like looks at people's resumes and go, okay, this person's worked. This person has, you know, done a bit more stuff or whatever. And depending on what they're looking for, sometimes that really helps. Um, and yeah, I think, I think yes, in that sense, but honestly, like, it's not like things are just, you know, being handed to me now. In which right. case, maybe I would have made it by then. <laughs> Honestly, I think the major goal is eventually get offer only. And you don't have to audition. Which or is insane. Like, like yeah. who, I mean, it's maybe like, like 1% of actors less out there that actually just get offered things like offer only. Mm-hmm. I know um, that would be the goal, but actually like auditioning is, is it's fun in its own way. I think. Yeah. D- did you, did you like, I, I mean, we didn't really get a choice in terms of 
the transition, but do you prefer in-person as opposed to self-tape or do you like the other more? You know what? I used to enjoy in-person a lot more because I really like, like working with uh, the casting directors and like getting notes, getting feedback and then like discussing and like, it always feels more collaborative. And I think like hmm. you probably get better work or um, work that's a bit closer to what the director wants. Yeah. Um, if they're not in the room, um, the directors hmm. and producers want. And so it's always nice to have another eye that like, you know, is part of the project. Hmm. Um, so yeah, back then I enjoyed, I enjoyed in person a lot and I, I still miss it, but I've found a lot of freedom in like, doing my own tapes because you're basically like it's all it's all you mm -hmm. you get to you get to direct it however you want you get to set the environment um you get to make you know bold bolder choices and yeah sometimes it hits sometimes it doesn't but i like it. it's actually a lot of fun mm -hmm. no absolutely yeah, i've come to i've come to love it awesome. over COVID. oh my god um i, I did want to ask you about like your whole like Jessica role and everything like that on, on set for Riverdale and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, your character is, in my opinion, seems like a really conflicted person with an even more conflicted partner in Jughead too there. Yeah. Um, like you, it, it's definitely different from the Phoebe that, that I know and everything like that. So in terms <laughs> of preparation for your role there, how did you, how did you create that character of Jessica? And, and is it a personal uh, character for you there? Um, yeah, it is personal. Like, I think, I think I, you have to find yourself in every character you play. And, um, I like, obviously I had to make a choice on who I wanted her to be off the bat there. Mm -hmm. When I first, you know, when I first got the job, there wasn't that much information about her. Yeah. Um, and you don't like, you don't realize that she's going to, you know, do all the things that she ends up doing. Like that side didn't know about that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just made a choice and, yeah. and it worked. It kind of led her down a pretty fun uh, Avenue. Mm -hmm. um, but there's like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of myself, like, obviously there's a lot of me that I put in her. It's just like, there are different sides of me, but I definitely focused on the one part of me. That's like very, um, protective of like my own energy mm -hmm. and and she is that you know like she kind of just like looks out for herself and she'll do whatever it takes even though she wants to be a good person and like she wants to she wants to be like deserving of love and all of that but like she still has to look out for herself so she'll do whatever she's like relentlessly pursuing just like her own personal growth and safety mm-hmm yeah no i mean that's, so that's, that's like what fun I, to do. yeah that's what i got a sense out of it, uh your character mm -hmm. as well is like when you first see her like you don't necessarily um know is like oh what what could happen it's like what is she going to do next there's definitely mm -hmm. a, an element of surprise with her character um especially mm -hmm. when it's like you could you could be sending the ca other characters like betty and like on a completely different like goose chaser or whatnot um but yeah no it's i mean i i think it was already kind of like surreal to, to see you on Riverdale considering <laughs> it's like we interviewed you like a year ago and then now it's before later, it's I even like, got the job. Yeah. And it's, I think that's, <laughs> that's one of the cool things about being able to talk to you again, like a year later because of 
you, you never know what happens in a year. Um, some of these great opportunities might come out and now to be able to see you uh, on CW, on Netflix and, and all of that is just, it's great to see. So looking oh, forward thanks, to seeing- Josh. No, absolutely. It's looking forward to seeing it where, where you take Jessica next. Who knows, huh? Yeah. My goodness. Um, I also did want to ask you just because like Riverdale is such a, such a big show with such a big machine, you know, it's like you go mm-hmm. in there and it's already like a pre, uh, there's already like a preset tone to this whole show and everything like that. Um, from expectation to reality, when you first got the role and everything like that, what did you expect and how did it um, relate back to your reality of actually working your first day? Sorry, was um, like was it was working on the show what I expected it to be? Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I think like I I just went in with an open mind. Also, like, um, I kind of like knew what the set was like. Just I I have a lot of friends that have been on the show or like on and off. Some are on it regularly and and um you know i've like like i've heard oh all the, like all these things about working on the show so i'm like oh okay i kind of like know what to expect and then i go there and yeah like i had a great time the crew was really awesome i also like just got a dog at that point so and he was like this dependent little like thing oh i thought yeah it was like <laughs> oh no he's just like this little peanut Oh. It's like a little baby bird that needed to be like fed and whatnot all day long. And so I had to take him to work with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but that actually like helped my entire experience because I wasn't like stressing about the freaking dog. And, and like I had crew that I actually like bonded with the crew because they were, they were helping me watch him and stuff. Aww. Um, yeah. And I actually enjoyed like I enjoyed my experience there a lot. Also, I don't think I've spent like in terms of TV, I haven't spent as much time as I have on any set uh, compared to Riverdale. And so like that was my first time working on that much like and having like the story and all that stuff. And so, yeah, it was like a learning experience to like be able to stitch things together and, you know, plan based on what we were shooting on which day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, I really do echo what Josh just said previously. Like, we're so excited to see what your new character mm-hmm. will bring and how, like, what you will bring. Just because, like, we know you from, like, also, like, a personal perspective, too. And it's, I, in some ways, I do see a lot of, like, Phoebe inside Jessica, too, at the same time. And so we love that you bring in your own personal personality into it. And it's just, we're just so happy for you. That's the main thing. We're just so happy for you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> My goodness. It feels so good to be back and be talking to you two again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, um, I was reading a interview that you did with the Vancouver Sun. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That, that was a full publication there. And you said, like, the fans of the show are at times, like, obsessed, but also, like, could be overwhelming, you know, a little bit at times. How have you, like, mm. managed maybe the potentially newfound fame that you've had with this role? Well, it's not that. Like, it, um, I think you just got to take it all as, like, a good thing regardless because people are watching. 
-hmm. you know, and like, and, and that in itself is enough of a compliment or like a testament to like you just doing your job Mm -hmm. and like for anybody to even form an opinion, it's like, okay, well they, you were noticeable. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And there's also the fact like, yeah, they, the fans of the show are like, there are just so many and like, it can, it can be overwhelming. I, I definitely think I have it better than, uh, hmm. the, you know, some of the other actors on the show that have been on for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, like, I would say like 90% are just really lovely and real, like, it's been really flattering and like, um, like, motivating mm-hmm. that's the way to yeah. be yeah like um i i seriously just can't imagine like the, the your other co-stars who have been on on it since like season one and everything like that because they are literally yeah. part of that wiki verse the archie verse and everything like that that yeah um yeah, yeah just, you've got like mm-hmm. i and i don't think jessica was in the comics like there's no jessica in the comics so people that are like loyal to the comics for example like they have their opinions and then the kids that are like very loyal to the show have their opinions and yeah, yeah. they they get a lot how did it um how did it feel being one of the the few you know like asian um uh, like asian actors in the series as well because like i think maybe uh there's um, reggie reggie mantles like i think mm-hmm. half asian in there i think P- adeline rudolph she plays uh mm-hmm. minerva yeah minerva as well and then we have yeah. us jessica it's like how, how has it felt you know knowing that you know you're also now representing you know the asian it feels community. really awesome yeah yeah it feels really really great especially because like um there was no like specification as to what like what ethnicity Jessica was. Oh, really? Um, yeah, like oh. when I went, when I went for, when I went out and I taped for it, um, there wasn't like a spe- like a specification of, mm. you know, what ethnicity or anything. So it could have been anyone. And usually I just don't really have my hopes up for, for that stuff. I'm just like, whatever, you know, yeah. like they're choosing from like, it's just like a, I don't know. Sometimes I, it, sometimes I think of it as a cattle call, but I think they were a lot more specific than that. Um, it's just, you never know. So I just sh- sh- like shot my shot and, and yeah, it feels really good. Cause like, you oh, know, yeah. you're friggin', you know, when we were, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago watching CW shows, mm. even like, even from then to now, you're seeing a lot more Asian representation and it's really cool to be a part of that. Have you gotten any like, you know, shout outs in social media? Like, have you, have you got some uh, like reaching out from the community as well? I think anything in that area that made you like really feel like it's like, okay, cool. I feel, I definitely feel like my, you know, characters not only making, you know, interesting plot um, impacts in the series, but also to, to the viewers. Um, I've definitely seen a couple, like I've seen, I've definitely seen a couple shout outs and like posts here and there. There's some really lovely, um, like, uh, fan posts and, yeah. and, uh, stories and stuff that I get mentioned in. And like, I've, I've definitely seen, um, quite a few that like talk about how, oh, like love or that she's Asian and stuff like that. And it, it, it feels great to like have it be received, um, that way. And on top of that, obviously, like my fellow Asian 
actors in town and like friends that I have in LA, like just to talk about, um, yeah, this like journey and like all resonate with the same kind of struggle or like the struggle that we used to have. It, it feels cool. Awesome. Uh, I also, just because like, it's another great role that, that you've had recently, um, your role in Parabola as a uh, Izanami. Man, yeah. you looked badass, man. It looks so <laughs> damn cool. That was actually before COVID. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, I okay. did that before. I did that before, um, before the last time we talked. It was like 2019. Oh, it was but- 2019. Mm. no 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 but Par- parabola like it just parabola just screened at the vancouver asian film festival mm. um we're, like yeah I'm really proud of that project it was just this little film that like a bunch of friends and i got together and made for uh the crazy apes and my friend lee shorten was the one who wrote it and asked me to be in it and um it was just like i think one of the most fun filming experiences ever because we all were friends and it was uh, like a weekend of just craziness trying to get this thing together. Um, and just, I mean, the tattoo kind of speaks for itself. I think that was one of my favorite things to, to have done. Mm-hmm. And um, even though it was, a, yeah, I wish it was like, I wish we did a feature out of that. I know. And it did have legs. And I hopefully one day that story will be expanded. Yeah. But um, everyone has to Dropping follow. Dropping hints if you're listening, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah come on lee let's do it do it for the culture let's, let's go come on yeah um, um everyone has to follow phoebe on instagram to see like that full sleeve because that was badass man um, it was so fun i actually got to keep that sleeve because it was it took so long to put on um i got to keep it for the weekend and i made a point to go out on the weekend because i have a freaking sleeve like i have to show people gang so gang I'm, man yeah, I went out both Saturday and Sunday nights and I got a lot of attention. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, with the sleeve, suddenly everybody wants to talk to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And before that, no one like, you know, no one's going to come to me at the, like, Aww. I was getting like, guys were talking to me, girls were talking to me. And it just, I felt like I had so many more options. Whoa. You know? Well, I mean, in that case, would you uh, would you go full sleeve in the future or half sleeve to start off and then go? And I go think full? if I wasn't if I wasn't um, an actor, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, true. I would yeah. go full sleeve because the time that it takes to cover that thing up. Yeah. Um, I have like little tattoos here and there, and even then, it's like if they have to cover it up, it just it's always a thing. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah I remember, but I guess um, I'm probably still going to get more anyway. Nice. I remember uh, Pete Davidson, uh, you know, when he does like uh, makeup and everything like that mm-hmm. for his movies, like the makeup he dressers the hate him and his whole stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Full, like he's, I think it's like full chest. I yeah. think he's got, he's yeah. definitely got sleeves as well. It's like they're, they're all, yeah. over, all over the place. Like, like maybe, covered in yeah, like behind the ear, on the neck. It's like he, Pete. Davidson can only really play Pete Davidson, so he just gotta write <laughs> write his character into every random film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. They should just write our characters to have tattoos. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, though, we can't wait to one day see it. Hopefully, it gets a wider release one day. And uh, yeah, we'd love to see. I'm excited you for. I'm. I mean, I'm not in like a lot of it, but the the little bits I had were great. <laughs> 
<laughs> they were a lot of fun. Awesome. Um, yeah, I, I also did want to ask you about. Okay, so man, in your in your ever since getting Jessica, like I swear, there's a lot more press on you and everything mm-hmm. like that, and it's it's really cool to see you on like, of course, Vancouver Sun and everything like that, but also on Glamour, um, because uh, I realized when I was reading the article, you and I use the same eye cream. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Hey Riley. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, ordinary. Really I, I use the less expensive one. Ah. <laughs> um. Eye cream, really? I mean, I don't use eye cream. Would you recommend using? I use eye cream. Would I recommend using <laughs> yeah. eye cream, Josh? I mean, come on. Right now, like at this age, we gotta start using eye cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it's uh, a game right. changer. You should only, and uh, I can't remember, my best friend told me this, you should only ever use eye cream on your eyes. Like, don't get your face cream on there. Like, it's your eyes only deserve the best. Okay, okay. Because I guess that's I... the part that just gets wrinkly and dry yeah. and the circles it's... come out and it's all just bad news bears. Josh, we know that you're le- under 30 right now still, but like... Better earlier than later, man. Better earlier. Than it's later. it's. I turned thirty in five months, and uh, if if that's any indication, then okay, maybe I should start start using eye cream. Yeah. yeah. When's your birthday? April in April. Uh, ah. April eighth. So it's uh yeah. Oh, it's slow. Oh really? Nice. Same same day. Mm-hmm. Melanie Rose Wilson. <laughs> oh cool. Shout that's something. I only know a few other people that like actually like know of or like know people who know of that same day. Uh, but cool, I, I will look uh, look her up. She's also actress. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Um, based I'm on that sorry, question, though, Obi made an appearance. Hi, Obi. Well, cameo for you. Okay, Obi. This is very distracting. All good. Pardon me. <laughs> um, uh, I told the, you there was a good chance he would make an appearance. And we are blessed for it. Thank you, Obi. Thank you. Um, we are blessed that he's not barking his bloody face off. <laughs> anyway. Um, the, the reason I asked you about the, uh, the eye cream was just in that same article, you said like uh, y- your face care routine and your skincare routine is one of the, is one of the things that, uh, that you are rigid with. It is one of the things <laughs> that you're consistent with. And it got me thinking, you know, because, you know, like living the actor life, it is a pretty inconsistent lifestyle. You know, like you don't right. know when your next job is. Um, hell, yeah. You don't know who your next colleagues are, all that stuff and everything. Uh, so it got me thinking again. Um, what other consistencies do you have in your life, be it people or like activities that you do? Um, that's a good question, because like I think COVID really made me think about that just because it's like it threw us all off course. Like we were all just like out of control. Um, And so I try to keep myself as regimented as possible now, like on top Mm. of the skincare routine, I just make sure I get my workout in every day. Like, and that's, that's probably number one for me where it's like, I can't control, I can't control the work I get. I can't control. Yeah. Like when or where I work. Um, or, you know, what happens to the world or if there's going to be a pandemic or not and, hmm. or flooding or what have you. But um, but at least I can control like how I look, how I feel and 
And I was like fully just focused on feeling good mm-hmm. in the last yeah. year and a half. Um, and so, yeah, very like now I'm very like I try to be as consistent as possible. Like I try to work out every day. Um, also, my dog keeps me quite regimented, oh. too, because, <laughs> you know, Obi's got to poop and pee and eat and what have you. So, like, he's he's got a bit of a routine going. Um, yeah, because I think like I think the past year has definitely been a year of growth for me, like in terms of growing up a little bit and, um, and trying to, and I definitely feel better. Like, I feel like I have a firmer grip on reality and like the reality of our jobs Hmm. because I found a bit more consistency other than my skincare routine. Nice. And and that does kind of lead me into my next question. Like I know yoga is a really big part of your, your fitness routine there too. Mm-hmm. How has like yoga and also like being active kind of, uh, kind of just helped you stay grounded? How does, how has that helped you? Um, well, those are like, those are times where you kind of shut the world off. Like you're fully just, if you focus on being present in your practice, mm-hmm. um, whether that's, you know, in yoga or in your workout, or I like also do a bunch of boxing, um, oh, nice. you kind of tune out everything else. And so it's just like, if you just focus on the fact that like, that is your one hour where it's all you, nothing Mm -hmm. else. Yeah. And you focus on your breath, see like cardio, like yoga, like all of that is so like, it's all linked to your breath and how you move with your breath. And so like focusing on that just, just drowns out everything else. Mm -hmm. Um. So in that sense, it's like meditative, it's therapeutic, yeah. Um, which definitely helps it like that helps. I got into yoga because of anxiety, like that fully mm-hmm. was like a kind of like an outlet for me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. hear a lot that like a lot of different actors or even just high stress jobs, you definitely add an element of meditation or yoga to kind of your daily routine in order to re recenter and kind of like reaffirm. Um, I, I agree with like the whole routine thing as well. Like getting into a routine. I like I'm in Mexico city for like a week and a half and I'm way mm-hmm. off my routine. So now I'm like, right? I don't know how I'm going to get back into it. But um, I'm wondering then like, you know, when you're on different productions or on set, it's irregular because you never know what, how long the schedule is like until you get it. And then like, you've got to yeah. get off of your routine or like, you're just not on your routine and then you have to get back onto it. Is there anything like you do while you're on set? that helps you maintain a little bit of your regular routine and keep you that kind of regimented. Yeah. I like try as much as possible to either like either still maintain a little, some semblance of my routine, like try and squeeze in a workout before work or like um, if I'm on location, I bring my workout stuff with me. Like I, Hmm. I did a movie over the summer um, up in Squamish or like out in, Abbotsford and like I would just bring my yoga mat with me and like if I started work a bit later in the day I would make sure to get the workout in nice no matter what because like even if I have like a 14 15 hour day ahead of me it's good to like kind of warm your body up um and like you know get the stretching in because you're sitting for like 80 percent of the day Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. to be able to still like stretch your muscles and that that's a game changer 
Um, and yeah, it, like, it's weird though. It's weird because I don't get as fussed when I'm working hmm. to have like things get thrown off course just cause I'm like, so like, I just, I love working and I'm just so in it and like, hmm. just happy to be there at like, it doesn't really matter. And then I'm like living in moment to moment and yeah, whatever, if I don't get my work done, in, but it would be nice. And, um, it's more just the transition from like after work to trying to get that routine back that um, is, is like a work in progress for me. Like that's rough. Cause you kind of coming off the high, like you kind of, there's like a whole withdrawal period plus like all the fatigue that you felt because mm -hmm. you're like running on adrenaline, you know, you're running yeah. on fumes for like uh, however long, like a month straight or something. And then, or a month and a half or however long. And then all of a sudden you come back and like, there's nothing. It's just radio silence. And you gotta, you gotta remember to like, remember that you're still human <laughs> mm -hmm. and you have a life outside of your work. And that part is, that part is, I think like a work in progress. Mm. I hear yeah, you. Know, definitely the, the highs and the lows of, of, of working. I mean, just to like kind of touch a little bit on my one little experience with with that yeah. just with the like couple of weeks ago with the like audition i and the heard you talking about that and that's a great that's a great first experience i know i know congratulations it, especially considering those are like honestly one of the worst nights of sleep i've ever had because it's because <laughs> it's like i've never gotten something that's felt like so real or like potential yeah. before Whereas like, yeah. because it's the first one, my mind was just racing that night. Like I couldn't, could not think about it and get to sleep. So it's like, uh -huh. again, though, oh, highs man. of potentially getting it and then realizing and then resetting yourself expectation wise, really important. Yeah. Man, that was, it was quite a anxious period for me because I, I had no idea. It's like, this is how it feels. And um, yeah, no, I agree. That's you got to do is, something. Man. Yeah. But you're probably like, it obviously seems like you're doing something right. If people mm -hmm. are noticing and they want to get in touch with you, you didn't even like you didn't even have to submit for this thing. I know. It, yeah, yeah. It, which is why it also felt like it didn't feel real as well. It's you know, it's like I had to really double check and see is like if does this seem more legit or not because it I didn't really put out. I I don't even really have an agent or anything, yeah. so it was kind of like it was even more nerve wracking. And it's like, it, it was kind of like out of the blue. They just found my clip and, you know, they liked it enough. So, but then again, you know, can't have an expectation is like, just because it's out of the blue, like, you know, you never know what's going to happen. These type of things as well. So expectation, yeah, expectations. You just got to accept it. Like sometimes yeah. people just love you. People just love your work. I have this like weird imposter syndrome thing too, even if I've, submitted for it and I've taped for it like if I get the job and it's something I really want or you know or you know it's like something I never expected I'm like oh they must have made a mistake like there's no <laughs> way this is real this is right. a scam right and then it's like yeah it's not real until it's real and then you go to set and you're like they're probably going to tell me to leave because I don't belong here whatever <laughs> um absolutely but, I, I definitely felt that but, <laughs> right yeah yeah well that doesn't go away so yeah oh my god um almost to wrap it up though but but i did want to ask you this this last question just because it's something that we've chatted on and it's like i think it's a great way to 
cap off what you guys were just talking about about expectations there uh yeah. so yeah again we chatted about this before but um I, I just want the other viewers to also know um what do you do with your sides after your audition i throw them away awesome and why it's part like for me it's it's just symbolic of letting go um i like you know i've heard other people have other rituals that's that's my ritual is like because i pour everything i can into each one especially if they're like big chunky 12 pagers like i know yeah i and this we well, this was this meant a lot more back in the day when we were auditioning in the room because <laughs> i would like leave the room and be like oh okay thanks guys see you soon and then walk out the door and there'd be a bin like right by the door and i'd just be like just toss them and people in the waiting room would be like okay i was confident of her and then I'd walk off and like have no idea how I did, but mm -hmm. it was just part of my ritual to like forget about it. And even if I'd like scribbled on my my notes or like my sides or whatever, like yeah, I think throwing away the scribbles, throwing away the work for me is just like part of cleansing my mind. Because um, after that, it's like let go, let God, right? Yeah. There's nothing mm -hmm. really you can do about it after. Love um, that mentality. I've been trying to instill that because I, I, <laughs> I was telling my girlfriend, it's like, I know this might sound morbid, but it just speaks to my inability to let go. I just said, "Hun, if I die before you, I'm going to haunt the shit out of you just because <laughs> I can't let go of things. But uh, no, it's true, though. It's like just, hey, it's out of the moment now. It's out of your hands. So just throw it off symbolically right? or physically. Yeah. It works for me. Some other people, like I know, I, I have friends that keep them. They like keep stacks of them and, or like I have a friend that like keeps it by his windowsill. So like he, if, if, he, if he felt really good about one, he'd keep it by his window and then he'd let the sun give it energy. <laughs> and that's like, that's one way to go about it. I feel like if that's, you know, if that feels like good, for you then like you gotta yeah you gotta, we have to do what we can because there isn't much that like is you know in our hands <laughs> but like how you let go how you deal with or how you deal with the work how you how you do your work like that's all you have <laughs> so man freaking put it on the windowsill let it soak up the sunlight beautiful or, yeah what did you do with your sides, Josh? Oh, you know, I just, I framed them up in like kind of like a golden frame with a spotlight <laughs> on it in the, in the middle of my room. So, uh, you know, hey, this could, this could, this could be it, you guys. And it's like, it's my one shot. Josh Yang ever got. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, it's like, no, but that's actually a good, good point. I was thinking it's like what to do with them because it's like, you know, if you sign the end, it's like, you, you got to paper shred them just to make sure you, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it because it's like first time and stuff, but yeah, it's somewhere. Just, just, uh, it's in the ether. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. And like a lot of stuff is digital now, right? So you just move True. to trash. <laughs> to trash. <laughs> Phoebe, you seriously are a light. And thank you so much for coming on a second time. Um, we could talk for hours and everything like that, but I yeah. think now's a good time for a uh, word association. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Hit me. We I promise I'll do, do better this time. 
No, no. Low key though, I think Josh gave too many um what do you call it? Like when you gave lights camera action? That what? whole street camera. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was rewatching that last episode and you said lights <laughs> and then Phoebe said camera and then you said camera and then she said action. And then <laughs> your third word was action and it just <laughs> I feel like we're really? one mind. Yeah. I feel like we're oh, just one man. mind, Josh. Exactly. Uh, I think oh that's what it could have been it probably was like early on in our in our process of like coming up with these words because I've had a set word you know 10 list and now for series two I have a set uh 10 new 10 words as well so we'll see how you do okay. on these new 10 words <laughs> okay hit me awesome Josh you want to introduce us okay let's go so at the end of all of our uh podcast episodes we like to play a little word association game with our guests, you know, as a form of meditation or routine, you got to decompress a bit. So uh, I'll have, I have 10 words that I'll ask uh, Phoebe and then Lucas will have 10 words and Phoebe will have to say the first thing that comes to her mind, um, image, idea or word. And then we'll just see what happens. We'll just see what happens. Okay. So Phoebe, get into that meditative state, get into your yoga, mental yoga pose. <clears throat> and your first word is childhood. Bakery. Cool. Next word. Banana. Pie. Sun. Tan. Solitude. Yoga. Goal. Life. I don't know. Next word, river. Ocean. Circle. Flat. <laughs> Give me flat. Give me flat. Explain this. Look, can you explain it, or do you not even know? It just popped in. I, you know, have you had Slavic rolls? Slavic rolls. They are no. incredible pastries from czech they're basically like uh just bread um but they're made into like round cylindrical shapes um and the the pastry almost tastes like uh they're like pretzel kind of dough mm -hmm. but they're rolled in sugar and then like that you could put anything in between it's like a cylinder and then like they put like i don't know jam or or uh, nutella or whatever so they give it to you as a cylindrical thing. And then as soon as they give it to you, they go and then like, <laughs> they flatten it. And then you just eat it like that. Um, and, oh. and I used to go get them at the night market with my best, like with one of my best friends from high school. I mean, from a university, uh, his name's Tawaki. And he, we had no name. Like at one point we like, I think when we first had it, we were like enlightened, but we forgot the name of it. And he was like, it's that dog, it's that dog, the, the circle, the circle flat. Circle flat. Aw. No so, way. That's where it's from. Oh, Look at that. Hey, Lucas, this, this word association game's working. Because, like, how would yeah. we have asked any question that would have brought that story up? Circle flat. Exactly. That's perfect. <laughs> so just the takeaway is go try circle flats. Circle flats. Circle flats. It's very important. You got to try that. Okay. I only got a couple left. Next word. Fan favorite word. Kumquat. Wi-Fi. That's the name of my Wi-Fi. I think, I think, did you mention that last time? I think you might have mentioned that last she time. She did. She did, yeah. 
Because this is the one. This is the one word I I repeat because I always I always think it's the funniest reactions. Okay, <laughs> next next word, winning. Gold. And last word, finished. Line. Line. Finished line. Nice. Very good. Great job with my new series two ten words. Yeah. Thank you so much. Really awesome. good 10 words. Yeah. Okay, let's go, Lucas. All right. I, I still really do want to try the flat circle one day just because when you said that, it sounded so uh, sounded so well, violent. Well, the proper like, name, I yeah. think the proper name are Slavic rules. I mean, in, in our language, clear, like, obviously, they have a better name for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in circle yeah. flat. In circle flat. And, and then in my language, it's circle flat. <laughs> All right. Next 10. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. First one of ten. Bohemian. Uh, the summer. Oh, nice. Jessica. Jones. Oh, Jessica. There's a show called Jessica Jones. Yes. I binged the whole thing. Oh. I, it, it, it's not renewed, right? It's that no. superhero show? I don't think so. I don't oh, know. Okay. I, I think it only... I think it got up to season... Oh, okay 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 yeah nice. yeah it's part of that whole pre disney plus marvel series on right. like netflix and stuff they i think they might reboot uh daredevil or the punisher i've heard the punisher is a spinoff of jessica jessica, jessica jones. jones oh yeah yeah and uh, like i remember he was also in daredevil so like it was interesting they had their own netflix had their own little marvel yeah universe mm-hmm. series luke cage yeah loved him. i hope they bring yeah that. Uh, Vancouver. Rain. Yeah, I know. Gross. You. Bad. Bad news. Deb. Hmm? Uh, Deb. Padowski. Nice. Hong Kong. Bakery. Oh, oh, bakery. Oh, nice. It's just great. Yeah, childhood. Yeah. Oh, I got to get your ball of hours, man. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, smartless podcast love uh, favorite thing in the whole world. <laughs> Honestly, ever since you next told me to, about n- next to next to have we made it yet? Obviously, oh, of course, oh, well. of course. <laughs> I know a Will Arnett. You know, like he's kind of big, but you know, we're we're getting up there, Josh. No, um, you're getting there. Very close. <laughs> uh, next one, basketball. Steph. Big game today for him too. My goodness. I I haven't I I didn't watch it today. He's been doing so well, guys. He's I this know. is good at this guy. This man keeps getting better. Like he is my my dog has a Golden State uh jersey. Oh, oh. that is adorable. <laughs> this this thing he got for his birthday. <laughs> Does it have curry in the back? Oh no, it's just Golden State Warriors. But Still we're big cool. Steph. We're big Steph fans. He like barks at all the Steph Curry games. Oh. Obi knows. Obi knows. Since he was a baby. Uh-huh. Uh Next word, yoga. Uh. Happy. Happy. Nice. Nice. Second last word, upload. 
download. Nice. And the last one, Phoebe. Mew. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for That's Phoebe. Bad. I'm just like... Re- just completing your sentence really love it i love it um where can people find you and do you have any uh thing you want to promote here um find me on at phoebe mew uh instagram i don't really have twitter i don't twitter i'm not doing facebook anymore none of that so i'm just on instagram hit me up Nice, and nice. um just promoting be good and kind and happy and uh take care of each other oh my god isn't that what we need more of though josh just take care of each other man we do we need to support each other through these yeah. hard and trying times and uh you know what? it's always nice to talk just just talk and decompress with friends and you know especially when right? making it yeah, especially when making it, it's always good to. Okay, I was gonna say um, it's always good to like <laughs> bitch about the. Thanks, the, the thanks for coming. You know, when making it, it's important to find time to like chat with your friends, right, Josh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is, and it's like I was gonna say just just to like humbling, de- decompress, and also get out of that frustration. You know, the frustration that could come with it, you just gotta get yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. yeah just like release and know that everybody's kind of on the same boat yeah yeah yeah. i think that's the power of like these podcasts is like talking to each other listening to each other know that we're all sniffing lilaba because one day we want to be able to afford it I, just Stay- look at him I know. <laughs> he's addicted he started the podcast already. sniffing it yeah and what a good note to end on let's all work towards that hey let's all work towards staying at the fairmont one day guys one day Mm -hmm. (laughs) josh where can people find you uh at josh yang comedy uh of course you can also listen to the sleep with josh podcast currently with with no new episodes for a while but they're they're gonna come back soon as i keep always saying it that they will and they will uh but other than that uh lucas where can people find you uh, people can find me. I'm like Phoebe there. I'm mostly just on Instagram. So at Lucas John Ng. Again, that last name was just two letters. N for Nancy, G for golf. And if you like what you see and hear, we're on YouTube, but also Spotify, Apple Play, and Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find us at HWMIY Podcast. Um, let's give it up for Phoebe one more time. This is yes. a second time guest. Like, I've got to give it up gotta give it up i'm giving it for you guys congrats on 66 episodes yes six fucking amazing so awesome congrats you guys thank you thank you uh we will all see 66 more yeah what's what's 66 times two quickly 132 132 to the next 66 episodes there we are awesome we'll see you all in two weeks time See you later. Love you guys.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.